Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Up, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. It's been a little bit. Um, I think it's been about a week and a half, so I apologize for that. I have just been so incredibly busy, more than I would like to be. But I think now um, I've gotten a little bit of a better handle on my schedule, and it makes me feel a lot better. And I've been able to let go of a few little schedule burdens. Whenever I'm really busy like this, where it feels like I have no free time, you know, between just school and practice and work and internships and everything like that, I think it's always important to make either a mental list or a physical list on everything that I have going on and then being able to let go of something. And so I took from one of my campus jobs, I took a little leave of absence. And of course, I'll miss the money, but I think it'll ultimately be the best thing for me just with how crazy this semester is. I kind of thought when I was a senior, I'd have to be struggling to get credits. Like I feel like a lot of times as seniors, you add like kind of these throwaway classes, but here I am at a full, I guess almost full 17 credits plus practice work and internships. So it's definitely busy, but now that I've gotten a better handle on my schedule, it's a it's a good busy. And so the past couple weeks have been really tiring, but also really good. I've also had to, I'm still in the process of shifting my brain from break mode to school mode. I think because I was here at school so early for preseason, um, I never really had that concrete shift between break and now the semester and I think that's what a lot a lot of people they move back onto campus and campus means work slash school so it's able to they're able to kind of separate those but because I was here for two weeks before my classes officially started it's been a little bit more difficult for me to find that motivation to um you know get work done but I think today especially I kind of kicked it into gear and I'm only a few a few days late into that motivation classes started on Tuesday and it's Thursday so it's not too too bad um but going to a good thing that happened today I had my first day of internship and it was really fun and it was really good to um see what I'd be doing this semester I think when anybody starts a job an internship a any type of activity. Those unknowns leading up to it are always a little stressful and a little bit anxiety inducing just being the new person somewhere. But it's been today when I went, it was really good. And I did a lot of observing, which I think is totally appropriate on the first day. And it alleviated some of the stressors that I had um, going into it. So that was definitely a good thing that happened today. And then I got to take a little nap. I've not been getting the best sleep lately. Every few months, I kind of go through this um, lack of sleep phase where I'll, I'll wake up at like four o'clock and kind of just stay up. Or if I go back to sleep, it's like a half hour before my alarm goes off. Um, so it was nice to nap. I'm still kind of feeling tired, but I'm just finishing my coffee from earlier, even though it's five o'clock, which I know isn't good. But maybe it'll honestly make me go to bed a little later tonight because I've been so tired since I haven't been getting sleep. So I go to bed at like 9, 10. And then I wake up at like 3 or 4. Um, 
So at least maybe this will kind of stretch that out. Plus today or tomorrow, I can sleep in a little bit more until like eight o'clock. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, the past couple of weeks that I, I forget what my last episode was. I think it was New Year's resolutions. Um, and let's see when I posted that because I want to be able to update you all on everything that's been going on. Let's see. Yeah, that's okay. January 2nd. Oh, dang. So dang, it's kind of been a while. Um, so that time that you haven't heard from me, I've been at preseason for track, indoor track. We've had a couple of meets and honestly, it's been a really good season so far, a lot better than last year's indoor track. Um, I knock on wood, but I've been improving in all my races and been trying new things and I've had a really healthy mind-body connection to running, and so it's been really exciting to see kind of my growth throughout this preseason, reflect during meets, um, and then set new goals and everything. And then classes started on um, Tuesday this week, like I said. So it's been a lot going on, and I didn't get too much of a break before coming back to school, but that's okay because... Um, it's been nice to be here and I'm kind of at the point where my bed at school is like my bed. And then when I go home, I'm like, oh, my childhood bed. So like, it's when I sleep here, it's like, oh, this is home. Um, but to, oh, and then the, oh, sorry, a little rusty. You got to do the national day. So today it's national popcorn day. And then it is, um, good memory day. It is National Tin Can Day, and let's find one more. Oh, it's um Dolly Parton's birthday. If any of those resonate with you, go celebrate. So today I'm going to be doing um, one of my little unprofessional advice sessions. Um, these are kind of easy, and I like doing them just because I can kind of talk things out and um it's interesting to see what some of you ask and so seeing if I can be any help to you and like I always say before these types of question answer podcasts I am no expert and so take everything I say with a grain of salt I'm not a psychologist or um I don't know all the answers so in these situations that you've asked me about it's just what I would do but you all are entitled to your own decisions and do not do do not take what I say as the end all be all because I'm a very amateur advice giver. <laughs> so let's get started, shall we? Okay, so on the Instagram, I asked you all to ask me questions um, that were like advice questions or just questions in general. And I'm obviously going to answer these anonymously. Um, so let's get started. So the first person asked, how do you stay positive during a difficult time? So I think if somebody were to ask, were to have asked me this maybe like five years ago, I would have been like, you know, focus on the good in your life and always keep your head up and try to do something that makes you happy which isn't necessarily 
bad advice. But now when I see this question, I say, let yourself be sad if you're going through a hard time, if you're going through a loss or you're going through um, some stressors or some burdens or whatever it is. Let yourself feel those because as someone who has been really stressed out about like grad school decisions, it um, it honestly made it worse to kind of push it over and forget about it because it was always there, but it wasn't really until I addressed it and talked to people about it, like talked it through with my family, my boyfriend, my friends, that I was able to get a better handle on it and then was able to alleviate that stress. And so I think it's important to feel whatever you need to feel. I remember when my dog died in the fall semester, it was, I got to school, you know, we, we put her down and then um, I drove back to school that same day and I was just hoping that, you know, I would feel better once I was at school because I'd be with my friends and I'd get to have get my mind off of it and me pushing that feeling away only made it worse and then I just laid in bed and I was so upset and I felt sick and I felt like so you know like ill like it was just not a good feeling but it wasn't until I let myself really cry and let myself feel those emotions that I was feeling that I was able to then move forward and not to say move past it because it's unrealistic to just move past something that's difficult. But if you allow yourself to feel it, then you'll be able to move forward and take those emotions with you while also experiencing new ones. So that day after I let myself cry, then I went and I roller skied and it made me feel so much better because although I had a pretty intense cry sesh, um, if I didn't have that cry sesh, I would have just been kind of this bottle of stress and sadness and once I let it out I could then move on to something that lifted my endorphins so I think whatever you're going through if you're having a hard time with something really allow yourself to feel it rather than forget it um, and vocalize it because I think the longer you push something away the longer it's going the longer and the more intense it's going to bottle up inside of you which is so cliche because like everyone's like, you don't talk about it. But like, honestly, like if you vocalize it in some capacity, whether it's to family, friends, um, a counselor, a, I, I, when I was having my little grad school spiraling moment, I talked to my coaches, like it, it's just being able to talk to someone about it and it makes, it can make you feel so much better. Um, but I don't think you necessarily need to, you know, get your mind off of it, but after you let yourself feel it, then incorporating some things that make you happy. So if you really like doing crafts, do a craft. If you like listening to music, you know, listen to music and clean your room. I don't know, whatever is going to make you feel better, let yourself feel. And then in addition to that, allow yourself to do something that you want as a little treat. Somebody said, how do you learn to be openly affectionate with others? So this can be taken a few different ways. Um, if you're talking about, you know, just like, you know, concrete um, physical affection, I think it's that's something that doesn't necessarily need to be forced. 
And because there are some friends that I have and some people with that I am pretty affectionate and I'm like very huggy with them. But then there are some that I'm not. And it doesn't mean that they're less of a friend to me. Me and my best friend from home, we always joke that we don't touch. Like we're the bestest of friends. We have been for over 10 years, but you will never see us hug or you will never see us like, like cuddling. You will never, we barely have any pictures together. Like we just, that's not our grind. But at school, you know, some of my closer friends at school, I am very affectionate with, but like, it doesn't mean either one of those people is better than my friend from home just because I don't hug her. You know what I mean? Um, it is, but then I'm just going to say it. her name's Grace, my friend from home. But then Grace says that at school, she's very touchy with her friends at school too. So like it's, and what I'm trying to say with that is it doesn't mean that Grace isn't just a cold person or she's not affectionate. It's not, it's not that we're just, that's just not our love language to each other. And so I don't think you necessarily need to force any hugs when we ever me and Grace do hug. We're like, this is weird. This is weird. What's happening? <laughs> and really none of my, me and my friends from home, we don't hug. But like, again, they're my bestest of friends. And the only one I'll hug is like my friend Bobby. So, because he hates hugs, so I'll attack him with hugs. But again, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. And so I think really do, if you're craving that physical affection, just doing it when it's natural and not really forcing anything. But if you're craving that physical affection, you know, trying to read the room or read the other person and see if that's their grind. Because my roommate, I wasn't always super huggy with her, but now I am constantly giving her hugs. I think it just depends on like where you're at and it doesn't I don't think being affectionate with someone nearly means anything. So if you're talking, but if you're talking about this question um, as like affectionate, as in, you know, like speaking and being like open and um, I guess trusting, if that's what you mean by that, I think that's something that comes with um, how you approach a situation. Because I know... I know I can trust someone when they can trust me. And I know I can be really vulnerable with someone when they're vulnerable with me. Um, there's a few people this this year that I had never gotten into deep conversations or deep emotions with. But once they started to with me, I was like, oh, I can I can also, you know, convey my feelings and convey what what my like insecurities or any vulnerable moments are with this person because they're trusting me. And so that's almost like my biggest invitation to be vulnerable with someone is if they're vulnerable with me. Um, and another thing, like trust your instincts and trust your gut. Like I, we're very smart creatures as humans and we can pick up on signals and signs. And so if you want to be affectionate with someone and tell like verbally and you can sense that they're going to be good about it, you know, just go for it because maybe the other person's just not as open. But if you trust them, then you trust them. And then when it comes to the whole, like, physically affectionate, um, I think everyone's 
love languages are so different for each person in their life. So like I said before, just because I don't hug my friends from home and I do hug some of my friends from college doesn't mean that I love them any less. It just means that my love language with them is different than my love language with my school friends. Everyone has their own love languages with individual people in their life. Um, and none of them is better or worse. They're just different. Somebody said, any tips on staying motivated? So, like I kind of just said, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was experiencing this week. Um, yeah, I feel that. I, you know, senioritis is hitting. Um, I think it being my last semester in undergrad and right now all my brain is just grad school it is hard to stay focused and motivated um one of my biggest tips for staying motivated is and i'm gonna say something that's gonna sound really like terrible advice but i'm gonna elaborate do the bare minimum and i don't mean like don't just do don't just like do as little as you can but what i mean by that is Say you have 10 assignments due in the next week and one's due tomorrow, two are due the next day, three's due the, like whatever it is, do what you need to do for that next day. Whatever it's going to be that's going to get you those due dates on time or to accomplish what you need to accomplish on time, like make a list of what you need to do when they're due and then really just check them off in the order that they are because I know for me when I look at everything I have to do it looks so overwhelming but then when I break it down and I'm like oh wait I only have two assignments that I really need to do tonight it's a lot more manageable and having less makes me more motivated to do it now if this question I don't know if this was about school or if it's about something else but if it's about something like working out or you know, eating good food or sleeping better or more of um, a lifestyle motivation. For that, I would say incorporate things that you like doing or things that you already enjoy. So if it's some, if you're trying to stay motivated to work out, if you love walking, go for like start start there and go for long walks, whether it's outside or on the treadmill. Listen to your favorite podcast or songs. Um, if you really like, I don't know, um, gardening. I know it's hard because it's winter right now, but like these things that don't necessarily seem like working out, it really is. Your body doesn't know when you're in a gym or when you're in workout clothes. These activities such as gardening or playing with kids or, I don't know, like cleaning your house, these things really all correlate to working out more than you would expect. And so doing something that you thoroughly enjoy and seeing how you can make some type of workout routine using that, I find really helpful. If, if this is about like food or anything, or sleep, just make your goals realistic. I mean, I tell myself I I want eight hours of sleep, but I know that's not really realistic. So um, I try to do seven, see if, so if I can go to bed by midnight and wake up at seven, or if I can go to bed at 11, wake up at six, 
um, if I've practiced, just trying to make those realistic goals because it's kind of unrealistic if I'm not overly tired to then go to bed at nine or 10. That's it's just not going to work out that way. And then in terms of eating better, really incorporating those foods that are realistic that I would realistically eat. Um, I do love a salad, but it's really unrealistic that I'm going to want to eat a salad for every meal. Um, so really trying to find things that I do like. So I really, if, so I'm going to be talking about food in a, um, kind of body image. So if that's triggering, skip ahead a little bit. But when I was really struggling with, um, eating last year, I met with a dietitian and I had a really hard time eating lunch and dinner foods. And so, but I really liked breakfast foods. And so it was like a fear of mine to eat these dinner foods. So she was like, who's to say you can't eat breakfast foods at dinner? Like you can make yourself, you know, toast with peanut butter, banana, or you can make oatmeal, or you can make um, waffles, like whatever it is. If you have the resources to do so, like you can do that. So to stay motivated, do have really attainable goals and incorporate things that you actually like doing. Because if you have, if you want to stay motivated to do something that's completely out of the realm of possibilities, you know as well as I do that it's not going to go very far. Somebody said, so this one's less of like advice, but more of a question, which is totally fine. Someone said, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? And is OKUP a part of the plan? And do you have any plans to expand OKUP or are you satisfied with it now? So this is something that I consider a lot um, of the future of this podcast. I know that I don't post as often as I would like to slash consistently as I would like to. But considering what I do have um, going on in my life, such as like, you know, just being a student and working and being an athlete and all of that, like I am proud that I can still fit this in. Um, when I first started this two and a half years ago during COVID, I don't know necessarily know if I had an end goal um, and I don't know if I even saw myself going this far because it was kind of just a fun thing for me to do on the side while I was bored at home. Um, but that being said, I think, I mean, this podcast, I'll, I'm going to keep it around as long as people want it to be around and as long as people listen and as long as I keep coming up with ideas. Um, I think there will definitely be a time where it will end, um, as all things do, but right now in the near future, that's not part of the plan. Um, if anything, I really want to get more consistent with posting right now. I usually do like once every you know week and a half, sometimes even worse than that. When I first started though, I was consistently every Thursday or every when I forget what day I started off doing it, but it was the same day every week. Um, and I was really consistent with it cause I had all the time to do that. So I think that's one of my goals is to get back into a consistent routine, which is difficult in school, but it's also difficult with a roommate, you know, when you're living at home during COVID alone. Um, I think that's the key word alone. <laughs> I was alone a lot, but now I luckily have a roommate. And so um, finding that time 
when I'm alone in the room that I can do this is a little bit trickier, but I wouldn't want that any other way. Um, and then am I satisfied with the podcast now or would I want to expand it? I mean, I think I'd always want to expand it. I think that that's something that I'm always interested in. There are different kind of projects that I've thought of doing um, that, I mean, it is all me doing this and I'm not the most knowledgeable with, you know, certain like types of editing or certain types of um, technology or stuff like that. So it does take a little bit more time. It was a really big deal when I created merch because that was something that I kind of always joked about. And then a few people said that they were actually like legitimately interested in it. Um, And then I made some and, you know, it sold. However, there is still some available if anyone is needing it. Um, And then over the summer, I made a website, you know, just to have everything in one place. It's something that, and then eventually I made social media accounts for it. And then recently, I had a breakthrough little video on TikTok, not related to this, but um, I kind of saw that as an opportunity to plug my podcast in my TikTok bio if anyone um, stumbles across my wide viewed video and then they'd see that. So, you know, I take everything in stages and I think eventually it'd be cool to at one point I toyed with the idea of turning this into a um you know partial video podcast but again that that's just another component of of a skill that I don't necessarily have and that um I don't necessarily have beautiful camera equipment I'm really fortunate to have the microphone that I do when I first started this off I literally had my computer and my headphones I spoke into that and then eventually I got a little, little tiny microphone um, and then I was gifted the one I use now for Christmas that year, um, which has been a game changer. But I think it'd be awesome if I somehow networked more. Um, And that's something that I think if I had more free time, I would be able to expand a little bit upon and look into. So that was really long-winded, but short story Long story short, um, I am satisfied with the podcast now, but of course I would love if it got some more exposure and networking. Um, I am always very humbled when I look at the statistics of this podcast and where it's listened around the world um, because it's it's just so crazy to look at that type of stuff. which I'm so thankful for. And I am proud of the accomplishments that I have been able to do, but I can always do more. Um, And then, yes, I do see this podcast in my future, five to 10 years, I don't know. Um, But right now I don't have any um, plans to stop, but I have a few little plans up my sleeve for the near future on how to bring in some new ideas. So that should be exciting. Somebody said, how do I stop feeling envious of another person? So this is one that I think everyone kind of has experience with. I think it's human to have our own insecurities and thus 
be jealous of someone. Um, I remember freshman year, I was really jealous of another person and I really wanted to be like her and I wanted, I was just so envious that she had everything that I thought I wanted at that time. And at one point I came to the realization that I can't change them. They can't change me. So what's me being upset about it going to do, you know? Um, I know that's easier said than done, but I think you honestly have to fake it till you make it. Because no one likes to be jealous of anyone. No one likes to be insecure and envious of another person. So I think honestly tricking your brain into being like, oh, wow, they're really good at that. I, and I'm also really good at this, like tricking yourself and really changing that mentality and almost like killing them with kindness in your brain. So like, I remember when I was really jealous of this individual my freshman year, I was like, you know what? I don't feel good about being jealous and it's probably reading. And so I might as well just be really nice to this person because they're not doing anything wrong. So I, I was, I just decided to change my attitude about the situation and be really kind to this person. And it honestly tricked my brain and everything that I had felt about this person. And I had then felt so good about myself and improved my relationship with that person. And so Honestly, fake it till you make it and tricking your brain works better than you'd expect. Well, I'm going to leave it there today, folks. Uh, If your question was not answered, I will save it for another um, little question podcast because I really do like doing these ones. Um, Thank you so much for supporting me and listening to me. Um, If you would still like to purchase any OKUP merch, you can DM the Instagram because there are select sizes left because um, kind of just selling them as I got the big shipment. And so it's really selling till supplies last, but there are still some available if you would like any. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. You're all beautiful. I'm rooting for you. And join me next time on OK Up.